One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, a pro. That was smoother like, than when we do it with Chris, who has been on the show for uh, forever. Well, maybe uh, he that was like he doesn't care anymore. You know, with me, I was like, yeah. I got to be there for this. I got to start off <laughs> on a good foot. I don't want them right. to think that I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the first test. If, if you mess that up, it just, it, we hang up the call. Like, listen, right. we can't. There's too much to, to walk through here. <laughs> this guy can't count. We got to go. <laughs> Um. So that was good, and now, like, let's. Here comes the show. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. <laughs> That's not even close to accurate. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I played a game last year that we were about to talk about because people keep asking us about it. My name is Ross Farshik, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. Folks, they have come a long way since Pac-Man. I was looking over my nephew's shoulder last week, and he was you wouldn't believe some of this stuff. Some of it, I'm going to say, a little violent. I thought for yeah. him, I talked, to his, I talked to his mom about it. Griffin, you know her, uh, Victoria. I said, Victoria, I think it's a little much yeah. for him. But I, you can't deny the, these things have come a long way since Pac-Man. And we're going to talk about a new game every week from now until the end of end of time. Uh, and uh, except, the for the, show, except for this episode where we're talking about a game that I think you could just rightly say is kind of old at this point. I saw. I, I, I just saw a news story. It's half off on PC. So if you're moved, but, if the spirit moves you after this episode, but uh, with the level of patches this thing's gotten, it's constantly being reborn like a phoenix. That's, that's true. Uh, we're going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077, but first we're going to talk about our guest. You know him from Ron. What projects would you like me to highlight at this point? Last time it was your Quibi show, so I'm not. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know him from Quibi. It's Ron Funches. <laughs> so, coming soon to your Roku device. Yes. It's Ron Funches. I don't know if we made that cut, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, a Twitch streamer. He's the host of Getting Better with Ron Funches. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's a friend. A, a, he's a, a companion. He's everything to me. He's my dad. He's Ron Funches. Welcome to the show, Ron. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it to talk about this game that everyone has already talked about. But <laughs> <laughs> Now, That's Ron, I do it. want to mention, before we got into this, we were, you know, making sure that we had like a legit guest. Uh, Chris Plant is out again this week. He'll be back soon, we promise. But we wanted to make sure we had a legit guest. And the way we confirm that is that you are one of six people, and there's a few others on this uh, recording that have done this. You played Astrobot Rescue Mission yeah. on the PlayStation VR. And we we're like, that was, that's That was a enough for Russ right to, um, yeah, I don't know. Russ, I guess, has been spying on you. I don't know how Russ yeah, knows how that. Did you, yes, how do you know that? I don't remember giving that out as public information. <laughs> You wrote an article on Giant Bomb about your 10 favorite games of 2018. Oh, and it oh, made you it? Were, 
and it made the cut. <laughs> oh man! Well, get, wow! It's a it's a, a a franchise now. It is a full <laughs> on dynasty because in my new my twenty spoiler alert, but for my twenty twenty, Astrobot made the cut again. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Ron. I didn't know Russ was going to do this level of deep throat style <laughs> investigation uh, on you before we had you on. I just had you on because I think you're a great person, but Russ apparently wanted to test your bona fides. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty intense. Um, so uh, we weren't originally going to, we were going to skip this one. Russ was really pushing for it because he didn't want to talk negatively for an extended period of time. But Griffin and I played this entire <laughs> thing and we thought uh yeah we got we are not gonna let that time be wasted um chris plant actually i don't know if he's touched it or not yeah i don't, I don't think I, he I, has I forget where he was on this debate and we'll set it up real quick uh cyberpunk 2077 is from cd project and they did uh they did witcher games and this one's been in development for a long time delayed several times just not um, enough times. Apparently, uh, it was released and it had, I would say, probably the most calamitous launch of any video game Ooh. in history. I still think Fallout seventy six keeps that title. Uh, what with their what with their no, bag their bag whoopsies. So. I, have to I think. That, what yeah. do you think, Ron? I'm gonna go with Cyberpunk, and yeah. here is. The reason why, above all, I can go with Fallout because they both were um, highly sought after. We both thought they were going to be great. We both from developers that we thought at the time were like, oh, I mean, sometimes it's a little janky, but they know what they're doing story-wise. Right. It should be amazing. Yeah. I think the main difference, though, is this pandemic and the fact that we were all like, we need this. So we, I'm gonna. <laughs> this is what's going to get me through the winter. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> This is oh, my December, right. so my true. January. All people are saying 175 hours. Oh, okay. I might just live in Night City until they tell me I can come outside again. And then you go in there and you're like, wait a minute. I I I, pers- I didn't last longer than three hours personally. That was my limit <laughs> for the game. And so it was very disappointing for me. Um, my son was a little bit more forgiving. Uh, and he wouldn't let me return it. Otherwise, I would have returned it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Ron, let's let's start there. Like in 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 the sense of like first impressions when you first encounter encounter this thing. Then we'll talk on a little deeper level. Uh, what did you encounter in the first like three hours that made you say like ah, I'm actually good on this? Like I'm not actually gonna. Spend more minutes on this. Okay. Well, I mean, if, okay, we'll go since you asked that question, because normally I like to start off positive, but I will go with what I didn't like when I, when, initial negative reaction was like, this is too much red everywhere. Why is it, why is there so much red? I don't, I don't need all this red. And then for me, I mean, a lot of these are going to be personal, but then I was like, oh, why, why aren't there any African-American hairstyles that I can wear? Why are there more pubic hairstyles than African-American hairstyles for their head? And so that was a negative. And then, um, yeah. I, you know, I started playing it a little bit and I was like, well, it's kind of, it's a, you know, I was playing it on um, Series X. 
it's a good looking game, but I don't really like the art direction. I think it's like mm. overall mm. to me, it looks ugly. Like it, mm. the character models look ugly to me. The children look <laughs> like abominations to me. Well, it should be noted the children are just have adult faces. They're they're just short adult face children with children oh, voices. Awesome. Which unless, you're, unless you're playing on an original PlayStation 4, in which case they're just sort of cube <laughs> cube entities, just hovering cube entities that don't move. So that that scared the crap out of me when I saw yeah. the children. The children really <laughs> bothered me emotionally. Um, and then just that, you know, buggy, crashing. It was, and then I met a character. And it, there was like the first two black characters I met. The first was the boxing guy, right? And then I was like, well, he sounds like a boxing guy. It's fine. And then the second one was Rick Ross. And I was like, uh, you know what? I think I'm good on this. If everybody, you know, it's like, am I watching a black exploitation movie? Like, I don't know what this is, but I don't, none of it hooked me. The story didn't hook me. It was just like, oh, I could just keep playing this because I like games, but it's, or I could just go play Yakuza. And I was like, I think I'll go do that. You now, mean, I want to know, chosen wisely. Ron, you, you mentioned that you'd like to start off positively. Where would you have started <laughs> if we had started there? I would have started with, it's cool that you could get yourself a big penis. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's fun it. how it flops when you <laughs> switch. I think that's yeah. a nice feature. When it clips um, through your pants. Yeah. Um, I liked the first mission where it felt kind of like Fallout-ish vibes where like, okay. Once I started in there, I'm like, okay, it's not anything like revolutionary, but it is kind of like a like a new Fallout type game. And I like those type of things. I really liked Outer Worlds. I thought that was a really good game. Um, yeah. And... So I was like, oh, I can just give it a pass on that. But then this, the story never got interesting. And it, one of my least favorite things in writing and entertainment is when they're, you, you mistake mature with being like overly sexual and just everyone cursing all the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can yeah. make a mature story and not have a single curse word in it. And you can have a bunch of curse words throughout your whole thing and be the most juvenile thing in the planet. And I feel like a game just full of dildos and people cursing at me. I was like, well, I don't think I'm I'm 37. I don't think I might be the market for this, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's trying to have its cake and eat it, too, in a weird way where it it. uh, on like virtually every kind of social issue, they're like, yeah, but we're we're doing it, we're we're doing it nasty for everybody. There's dildos, there's dildos aplenty, so don't take us too seriously. In a way that is like trying to ape how Grand Theft Auto does it, or maybe even Saints Row, but like it doesn't get to that Grand Theft Auto level, and it doesn't approach Saints Row because Saints Row is fully like about that. Like it's like, hey, we're in on the joke too, and Cyberpunk twenty seven seventy seven with like its story and its writing does not give itself that that freedom of saying like, hey, don't take it too seriously. It wants you to take it very seriously. Yeah, the localization is so strange. And you, and I actually made me think about like the localization on Witcher, if they maybe got some, like a little bit of leeway there because uh, it's like a fantasy setting. So if people talk in like a stilted fashion or like a very bizarre way, you, it, it's not necessarily gonna like 
Ugh, what was that? What? What? Why did you phrase it like that? Nobody talks like that. Um, but cyberpunk is full of these like very strange turns of phrase that like nobody actually uses. Like it's just not. You hear it. It's just like, wait, that's not actually. I remember. You know, what it reminds me of in Fifty Cent Blow in the Sand. Uh, that was made by a, a game uh, you always want to be compared to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's made by a British developer. I think it was Swordfish. Is that was that the name of the? Anyway, I don't. Uh, there's a British developer, and they they had uh, apparently not taken the localization very hard because um, there's this bit where Wiz Khalifa, who's your psychic, is like, "It's safe as houses, fifty. Like safe as houses. Are you sure? Is that what Wiz Khalifa just said? The safe as houses. You sure? That's what this feels like. Where they're like." They got it into English, the language, hmm. but didn't like none. None of the, all the dialogue feels like so bizarre. You can feel the voice actors like straining against it, which is especially painful and kind of cringy for me when you bring in an actual actor like Keanu Reeves. It, I kept having this sense of embarrassment. Like, I'm sorry, Keanu. It's not always like this. Video games. They're, they're, sometimes <laughs> I you came in. Things are so messy here. I'm sorry. It's not always like this. Come back for like a really good one. Come back for like a Fulbright game or something like that. We we usually like those are better, but like I, it's not always this bad. I I, I would say because you mentioned it, like I actually think the performances themselves are quite good. I think people in like in heroic. a way that like I would say actually heroic is what I would heroic. Say. That's a good description. Like you, they are definitely struggling with the source material, but I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Keanu does a great job. It takes a while for him to show, like a few hours for him to show up. And then never once he's there. Never even yeah. got to Keanu. Yeah. All the it major, I would say pretty much all the major characters are like really well acted. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, that's tough to pull that off. I, how how like v- well versed with like cyberpunk sort of that that genre or aesthetic are, are, are y'all? Because that's where it like kind of failed me is it felt like they went with that like gritty everything is owned by corporations and so everything, but like we're getting by with our nonstop dildo burgers or whatever. And then they stopped there without getting into like the rest of what is really kind of rad about cyberpunk as a, as a, as a genre. And I did just sound like Julia Stiles from um, fucking ghostwriter just then. And I apologize for that. That was uh, unintentional. No, I know what you mean. I'm not uh, very well versed in cyberpunk, but I'm uh, enough to know that like it, it kind of has this more of that like that meme of like "Hello, fellow children" type of, yeah. of vibe yeah. to it, where it's like you you're supposed to be the cyberpunk outlaw thing, but then you you like get reputation and and um, respect for helping cops, and like it's so <laughs> yeah. such a like. And as far as I know about the grander scenes of cyberpunk, that's the exact opposite of the type of <laughs> vibe that you would want to pull in in a in in any type of cyberpunk writing. It just, I mean, it just it, like a lot of big AAA games right now. It just seems like there's a lot of different masters to serve. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which game for exactly, but you'll you'll lean into these like, oh, this story is going to be crazy. Something like Watchdog Legion, even where you're like, yeah, they're going to really go in on what this, and then they like, you're like in this room where people are harvesting organs, and then they're just cracking jokes the whole time <laughs> about the mission, and you're like, well, what? Which one is this? A lot of game. I mean, it's not a um, 
a, a particular issue with cyberpunk by itself. A lot of big games are kind of getting stuck in this, like, well, what are we? Right. I think I would like to put this forth as a rule. I don't think anything that costs over $10 million can be punk as an aesthetic, <laughs> right? You you are always, that sounds like a joke, but I'm dead serious. Like you're always going to have to play it too safe mm. and serve too many people and like not offend anyone when you're in a project that scale. And that to me is what feels like hugely disingenuous about this. It's like mature in the sense of like Ron was talking about where it's like, this isn't for kids, but it's not mature in the sense of it's like ideas yeah. or anything it's like doing really until much, much, much later in the game. And that's what I'd like to address briefly. Although I feel like we haven't talked about mechanics enough. Um, it's, it's, I mean, we it, talked about the kind of games it is like, right? Like the Bethesda games, I would say they're doing a Deus Ex thing was mm-hmm. the most sort of apt one because Deus Ex is also sort of approaching that, that genre, but with a way more straight laced take on it. And more uh, fun. And way more fun. I think the big difference between Deus Ex and this is that it takes about 10 hours before you feel like you are making meaningful progression with your character in this game. The, the progression stuff sucks. Like you get skill points and the skills are so underwhelming. It's like yeah. 3% extra pistol damage. One of the perks that they keep getting sort of uh, ragged on for is uh, one where enemies don't uh, notice you or won't hear you when you're swimming. And people saw that, like, I can swim, I can swim. Like, there's never any occasion to actually swim. But it's like one of those, like, here's a, here's a building and there's a bunch of armed guards and it's up to you to figure out how to get around it. Do you hack? Do you just run in and shoot? Do you jump, double jump on top of the building and keep going from there? Um, it's just that those options aren't particularly, I mean, they are not inventive at all. And they are also not particularly fun most of the time. What I, what I would say is... The weird thing that I didn't expect with Cyberpunk, and I don't, and this is what I'd like to like dig in on a little bit. I kept playing it, and I, it was just fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was, I mean, it's not fine in the sense of like it's it's got a lot of pretty uh, rough choices, uh, as Ron was alluded to. It's got a lot of real bad bugs. Like my game crashed literally every half hour. This is on the PS5, um, and it crashed every half hour at minimum. Uh, and I, I had so many, like the mission wouldn't complete because I, uh, I was stuck in a, a dialogue with somebody. There's this, there's so many bizarre things. Like you can get a call from somebody to give you a mission and you're like talking to them, but you can get those calls in the middle of talking to somebody else who's giving you a mission. And it's like so rude because you're literally talking to two people at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that for sure. (laughs) Hey, oh, as you were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll go steal it or burn it or whatever. No, you want me to steal. You want me to blow it up. Okay, got it. Sorry, I got confused for a second. Griffin said he got three at once. Yeah, I was. was, Is that accurate? I was like doing a one of the billion walk and talks that you have to do with this game, which are such a fucking snooze fest. Uh, You're walking very, very slowly towards an elevator and talking and talking, and then you walk very slowly to a car. Uh, While I was doing that, I got a call for a mission uh, that automatically answered. And so I was like doing that. And also I then got confronted like by a police officer, like on the street. So I was essentially having three conversations at the same time. It was, it was madness. And there's other, there's bizarre stuff. Like there's, uh, you get side missions, like literal, like filling up your, 
journal side missions about going to buy cars. Like, here's all the cars you can buy. People are calling you like, you, you got to come buy this car. Please come buy this car. You have like text, like we got cars. The best, fastest car you can get in the game is in a cave in a box. You walk into the cave and in the cave, there's a box and there's where the fastest car in the game is. <laughs> and you just walk it, you get it. And then you drive out. You're like, well, I never need to think about cars yeah. ever again. And there's like, how much time design time was spent on like designing cars and, and you know, balancing cars, all this stuff. And there's just a car. I mean, it's just a car in a box. I got to tell you, Justin, it doesn't feel like much time was spent on balancing and designing the car. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> well, they designed the other cars, though. I guess there's other cars. They're trying to get. What if I was showed up to buy them and they're like, oh, you actually probably shouldn't do this. The fastest <laughs> car is in a box in a cave. The, the, so hacking, go, the hacking was really disappointing for me because that's where I sort of specced into with my character. And in training, there's like a tutorial part where they're showing you how to sneak through a room and there's like somebody doing uh, like lifting weights and you can hack the weight bench to like drop it on them and kill them. And that, that was shown in trailers too. Uh, and then, you know, 20 hours into the game, maybe I actually reached a room that was like a gym where there was a robot training robot uh, that was boxing somebody and uh, weight benches. And I walked in there like, oh, well, let's cause some trouble. And I couldn't like do those do those things like hacking is essentially relegated to hacking cameras to see where people are or basically doing, you know, magic doing like mass effect attacks on people to blind them or, you know, make their grenades explode or anything like that. It's like not and coming off of watchdogs where you can do fucking anything, man, like you can make cars drive forward into somebody and, you know, hack a drone to do this and then drop a, a crane on somebody and hack a crawling robot like that shit is so much like leagues ahead of of cyberpunk which is supposed to be about that shit hmm. uh, and there's there's like very little like internet hacking like cyberspace like things yeah. there's one mission where you kind of do it and but you don't really have a lot of control and it's not very novel and that's like that is so integral to to like uh cyberpunk fiction and it's just a whole thing they left out in my initial small reactions in my little bit of time that's one of the things that it struck me right away is that i went up to the first computer terminal i saw because i was like this is a cyberpunk game and there must be some cool thing for me to read and it was just this like two page thing of nonsense and i was just like well, I'm never going to want to look at another <laughs> one of these terminals again. Like, why did I just read all of that? It took yeah. two minutes and I'm just sitting here and it was nothing. And I think at that point I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this game. And I had did the same thing with the mission. <laughs> I received the, the, I think it's the initial call from the lady who tells you to come and get a car. And then I got five more calls from her before I even got the first thing and i was like lady i never told you yes or no on this like don't don't give me five more because <laughs> i didn't do the first one leave me alone <laughs> you keep getting these calls from people even if you ignore them you keep getting calls of text that get increasingly familiar like you've always been there for me like i haven't ghosted you since <laughs> the jump like every moment i ignore you like you're like a father to me now um the biggest problem, though, I, the glitches and all this technical stuff, they can they can f probably will maybe fix eventually. Um, the big thing for me is just like every mission, almost every mission, I should say, almost every mission is so boring. It's like Griffin talked about the walk and talks. I have a request for game designers. Please don't make me 
Justin, stand in an elevator and wait for your fucking pile of ones and zeros to shamble its way down the path and into the elevator. I am going to die one day. <laughs> I am mortal. Do not make me wait in an elevator for just let me hit the fucking button. I get it. They're walking to the elevator. There is so much stuff like that where the person's like, come with me. I'll explain on the way. And every time I was like, oh, God, Jesus. No, I have cyber legs. Please, you follow me, okay? I'll put you on my back and I'll carry you because it's so boring. And there's so many missions that break down to that, like following people and listening to people talk while they walk to another place or driving somebody and they'll talk to you the whole time. And I know that sounds like um, every video game. But, uh, well, no, in in their defense, it should be mentioned that like you can skip dialogue. There is a button. You can hit B for a lot of the dialogue and skip over it. But if you're in a walk and talk with someone and you hit B, they fast forward <laughs> ahead of you. But you stand the same place. So you still have to chase them to get back to where they fast forwarded to. So then the, the fast forward also doesn't work sometimes, yeah. which is like not kind of not what you that that I I think that is my biggest problem with the game is that and, and this is largely the bugs fault, which I am not so quick to forgive is there would be things like that or there would be things like uh, I would go do this mission and sink a decent amount of time into it. And then the NPC that I have to like talk to or find doesn't exist like just isn't there that happened to me twice and so at that point i was like i'm done doing side missions because i have lost faith in this game to like actually achieve that stuff on one main mission there was a point where a character was like outside of a building talking to somebody on the street that was supposed to be like sitting in the chair next to me talking and they weren't anywhere and i was like what the fuck finally i found them out on the street and started to talk to them and i zipped through the walls of the building to the chair where like he still wasn't there. Uh, but I managed to like brute force my way through that mission. But at, at that point I was like, I'm just going to get to the end of the game because this, this sucks. Like not knowing whether or not I will actually be able to complete the shit. Will I be able to complete the game or this storyline that I'm following? I don't know. I, I will say once, once you make the decision to critical path it, like, just say, like, I'm not doing any more side stuff. A lot of that is junk. Or I'm just doing the side stuff that interests me, and I'm going to blow through it and not really pay that close attention. I did get into a rhythm where it wasn't bothering me. Like, it, it, the performances are good, and I think that that's one of the few things you can hang on it. Like, I was interested to see, like, how some of these storylines would complete. Mm -hmm. And also, once you get a smart pistol that you don't have to aim um, – and you can just sort of like start randomly pulling the trigger. You can find this weird gun that does automatic headshots and talks to you about them. Um, and, and once you get that, like I, I found combat was like, it's not fun, but it's like, it's fine. Um, and I feel like I just, I want to say this is like maybe down the road, if you can, you know, they fixed a lot of the stuff and you can get it cheap. It's like not, it's not as painful as a lot of people made it out to be. It's like a lot of it is mostly fine. Um, but like you can, you can squeeze some, some enjoyment out of it, I think. Yeah. Ron, I was curious, had you stuck with it? Like if you sunk 30, 40 hours into it, what would your character be now? Like, what were you thinking you were going to well, build towards? <laughs> and I can tell you if that's even possible. Probably won't. I mean, it seemed like a, people like the blades and stuff. So I was probably going to make him a very stealthy ninja who, who can you also be charismatic and talk I didn't notice a lot of talking your way out of anything, really. 
No, I don't think I have. I don't. I mean, most of the things are related to your life path or whatever, which is another wild thing. I chose like a corporate background where you get basically turned on in the first half hour. uh, And then they never come back to that story. Like never, ever, ever. Uh, There was one side mission where I talked to like one character who used to work at the company I was at, but they do not like let you get revenge for getting turned. Like, it's just like that was the beginning of the game. And then and then we are moving on. Um, But stealth, I never invested a point in stealth and I also never got spotted. It didn't seem to make much of a difference. Sometimes they spotted me through boxes. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, there isn't a lot of fast talking opportunity and the stealth opportunities were like inconsistent so you mm. might have had a tough time i think you were I think probably I made the right call because i re- like one of my favorite games of all time is like fallout 3 and i like fallout new vegas and i even like going into fallout 4 i was upset about the lack of options of being able to talk my way out of things or make friends with people and and mm-hmm. i'm always just kind of yeah. looking for that and again the the closest i've gotten to it recently was outer worlds which which i really liked it was a little bit um not as I say, defined story wise, but I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm. the, the the sense of humor to it. Um, and this is like it was, you know, just not what I look for mostly in games. I like a little, I like a great story. I like a little fun, little sense of humor, some fun side stories. I was really mostly giving this a shot because I did I. I bounced off The Witcher as well because I'm not really into a fantasy setting that much. Like I played maybe half or, or definitely not half, but a little Skyrim, but I never like I, I prefer Fallout to like Skyrim and, or Elder Scrolls and things like mm-hmm. that. And so right. I was like, oh, this is going to be for me. This is coming in with the sci fi and the cyberpunk and the things and all the good things that people were saying about the witcher i hoped all the fun side quests all all that and then i was like oh this doesn't seem like any right. of that yeah it's hugely disappointing <laughs> i don't know what the, i don't really know what else we are not adding no anything. sexy guy taking a bath at all i didn't see that once no i was in a bath at one point an ice mm. bath but it wasn't a sexy ice bath so no it was a bad big fail let's take a break we're gonna reboot for ads that don't exist <laughs> And then we'll come back after those ads that don't exist. They might. Unless you're listening to the far-flung f- future. There you go. Yeah. In which they might exist. Who knows? Arasaka know. sponsored the podcast. When we've finally been picked up by ABC Family, uh, which is <laughs> who we've been pitching too hard. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. 
So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos. You can do whatever you want. And it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames. And they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. And you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And we're back. <laughs> Thanks for... Uh... Hope you like the ads that uh, we we don't have yet, but we may have someday. You, or maybe you just have them. If you're going back into the back catalog and you're like, what was the deal with Cyberpunk? 60 years ago, Cyberpunk <laughs> caused quite a fear. Um, Ron, have you ever liked hacking? Any hacking in any game? Um, maybe a little bit. I think, I can't remember which game, but I liked some of the ones that do the little hexagonal turning to kind of hack where you have these different tiles and it's more, I guess it's kind of like you're building a circuit or something like that. Oh, so like Bioshock had the yeah. like Pipe Dream minigame. 
Yeah, like that. I yeah, that. similar to that. I, I think what that. SpaceX had a good hacking in it. Um, but I can't. I mean, I can't off the top of my. When you ask me off the top of my head, no. Most of it just seems like you just press a button and it hacks what you're supposed to hack. That's the real question. Is like, do we think it needs to go in the like more realistic? I don't even know what realistic hacking is, but the more realistic route, or is it better to just do like hit A to hack? It's better to do hit A to hack because it's like. What's that there for? The hacking mini game in Cyberpunk is like there's a grid of uh, hexadecimal codes or whatever, and you have to pick one in the vertical and then see if you can get the next part of the code in the horizontal and then pick mm-hmm. the next one in the vertical. It's like it's it's not you do it a thousand times and it's like not engaging or it, like entertaining in any way. And it doesn't feel like a challenge that when you did it, like, oh, I, I'm glad that I was able to beat that mini game so I could open this door without needing the key. Uh, I think that that stuff has always been really shitty. And that's what I like about Watch Dogs is that uh, no. Watch Dogs doesn't have anything like that, right? Like if you want to well, open a door, you just- you're part of, you know, you've been doing it for, I guess maybe some of them are just grandmas. So maybe some of them should have to learn. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what would grandma's I, hacking technique be i think they would use like little needle points to to get in there <laughs> call me is what happens because my mom calls me every other day to remember her password so did any of y'all ever play uplink Juice, no. Juice, you did. I think Ju- Justin told me yeah, that. A it's bit. a game about hacking, like it, where you are like looking at a fake computer screen and you have to like hack into different things in a way that is like there's nothing else in the game. Like that's it. But it's not like mini games. It's like tracking who is watching you and being safe about your your cookies or whatever. Uh, but that's I don't think you can just inject that into a into a cyberpunk. You know, I tell you the kind of uh, hacking that I think would be a good uh, a, a good example of hacking is oh man okay the game Griffin help uh, you got quadrilateral cowboy even though that is a very good oh shit what was it yeah quadrilateral cowboy is very good hyper hyperspace outlaw outlaw, outlaw hyperspace something. outlaw uh, hypno hyperspace outlaw hypnospace that hypnospace outlaw Hypnospace Outlaw. There we go. That that kind of game where it's like less of a actual like tech hacking, more of almost like social engineering, mm. where you're like getting information from other places and bringing that to here and like using that to break through stuff. That kind of hacking, if you want to call it hacking, I find pretty cool. I think that's a that's a smart way of doing I it. I just want to circle back to Quadrilateral Cowboy because I forgot about that yes. game. That's the best fucking hacking that's ever been in a game. That's the one where you had your laptop as an item in this like first person game that you could type commands in, but you had to time them out because sometimes you'd have to leave your laptop behind. So you'd like code, like open this door for five seconds, turn off this alarm for three seconds and then open the vents for four seconds. And then you set your thing down and say, go. And then you try and get through there, like using the commands that you, you typed in. I that is play that. that's rad. That's that. rad. Making it physical, making it like, Oh, dude, oh, man. it rips. That's Blendo. Uh, it's pretty, it's it's a little old. It's a few years older at this point, but like all the Blendo games are are like 30 Flights of Lovin' and 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 the other ones are very, are very very good, but Gravity Bone is the other one. But uh, Quadrilateral Cowboy is like a fantastic sort of hacking type thing. I, I do want to um, shout out uh, Bioshock 2 as my absolute favorite hacking game. Bioshock 2 got rid of the pipes. I'm sorry, Ron. Got rid of the pipes in favor of just a meter that went back and forth. And if you hit A when the meter was in the red, yeah. you hacked the thing. And as you got better at hacking, the meter got bigger, or the arrow got slower, 
And that instant gratification that took like six seconds to complete, that is exactly how long it should take. Like that is perfect. I played that game for the first time on Switch, which had like those ports were fine, but also they had like a little bit of input lag that Mm -hmm. made that hacking mini game an an absolute nightmare every time it came up. Can I say one thing before we go on? And just that not about an individual game, but an activity is that I I know you can hack lots of different items, but I think that one of my favorite things in games in general is when you can hack a turret and turn it against your enemies. That's just a great feeling. It's the best. It's the best. Mm -hmm. You know, the only time it's bad is when you do it and Mm -hmm. it's not as powerful as you want it to be. Because I want that to be game over for everybody. If I have a giant gun from the ceiling shooting at you, I want that. To, I want to be able to walk away and just kind of watch. Like I, I think mean, that's that that feeling. That really <laughs> I'm broken <laughs> inside. I like that. Uh, okay, so we've got some reader uh, mail uh, of suggestions on how to fix hacking. Uh, Games and culture on Twitter suggest uh, said hacking idea Tetris. The higher your hacking skill, the more long straight pieces you get. The tougher the encryption, the more junk is built up at the bottom when you start. That sounds dope. That I'm into cool. that. That's a smart idea. It's like literally manifested through ice, right? Like it's like that's layers of ice is the junk at the bottom. That's a really good idea. Is there any ice? Is there ice in? I mean, Whoa, it's signed Ken Levine. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I like the, uh, I like somebody, uh, Patrick Dempsey brings up uh, gunpoint. I like, I think that hacking is rewiring like in gunpoint is a pretty elegant system. I, th- I don't know if mm. that's the same thing at that point, but. Uh, that was a really successful like way of of handling hacking. Uh, yeah, that, that one was great. Uh, not quite as good as uh, Terminator Resistance hacking. Uh, this was mentioned by Cosmic Collector. Terminator Resistance hacking was just Frogger. I'm on board. All games just do that. Yeah, I haven't played that game. Probably that better great. than the game. Yeah. Ron, uh, what have you? Uh, did you play anything else recently? Any other video games that have been? Uh Taking up your time. Always, yeah, always, but nothing new. I've been playing, I'm waiting for Hitman 3 to come out. I'm excited That's all right. to play that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, oh, I guess I have been trying to finish Like a Dragon. I'm trying to collect 3 million yen at this point. Uh, and Is that an achievement? Why are you going for 3 million yen? I don't want to bring, I mean, if I don't want to spoil it, but at some point you just need a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> also, I feel like 3 million yen is... <laughs> Not that much. It's not right? that much, but you're a homeless man. Okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair. So you're a homeless man that runs a cookie shop. You don't got $3 million. No, it's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, on Twitch, I've been playing a lot of. Um, uh, over, we've been going back and playing Overwatch, which has been fun. Hmm. Um, just Call of Duty, Mario Kart Sundays. So just a little bit mm. of everything. NFL. How play. do you feel about uh, Overwatch 2? Um, I'm interested now just because I'm getting back into it a bit and I think it needs a a a refreshing for sure. Um, but I mean, I don't think it'll ever get back to where, I mean, Overwatch for me was like, I, I remember I went to like London and I was like, well, I need to buy a monitor and bring a thing because I'm not, not going to not play Overwatch. And so it was (laughs) like, I was hooked for a solid year, me and like a, 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 had a group of like six to eight friends who always played mm-hmm. Overwatch for a good year and a half. But I don't see that coming back, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to play more. I mean, I, I think I mentioned I've been streaming Persona 5 Royal for uh, off, off PS5 to my phone. I think I talked about that last week and how like 
well it worked uh i picked up a controller that i've been evangelizing now called the backbone one that's just snaps into my uh, they have like an android version and an ios version and it works even with my i have the iphone 12 mini still works like with it Mm. um but it actually uh, you slide it out and then it connects into the thunderbolt port um and so there's no like bluetooth which i feel like uh, a lot of the games I've played have used Bluetooth, and at that point, you're introducing sort of two points of potential lag. This just plugs right in and feel like really good build quality. I think it's like a hundred bucks, so it's like nothing to nothing to sneeze at. But uh, it's like it is honestly like playing uh, Persona Five Royal like on a Switch. Like it, it is that sort of uh, smooth and nearly lagless in a mm. way that is like the best sort of game streaming stuff I've Can done. I ask you some questions about remote play and things like that on the PS5? Because I haven't looked into that and I would love to do that. That's actually, um, I bought a copy of Persona 5 Royale, but I beat Persona 5 and I'm like, I don't see myself sitting around the house and doing yeah. that, but maybe if I was in the bathroom or if I was out on a set for a little bit, I would want to play. Can I, what's the cat? Where are you playing? Do you have to be in your house? Can you be anywhere? Tell me more. Well, if you play, I'm playing, I think it connects through the local network if you are playing and it's able to do that. I haven't tried playing on PS5 over Wi-Fi, uh, like being, you know, us touring or whatever. Um, but I, I, my PS5 is up in my office and I, you know, usually will play down in my living room, like opposite end of the house. Uh, and yeah, it works just fine. I can take it. I can take it anywhere. You used to dial into Destiny, though, didn't you, to, like, pick up a new, like, Zergun or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, never never to, like, actually play, although I genuinely think I could do that, like, on 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 my phone uh, and have it feel, like, pretty good because of this, this Backbone controller. I'm, I'm playing on my desktop downstairs, which is hardwired into the PS5 upstairs, and I have no, I mean, no discernible lag that i can it's way better it on looks, ps5 and i did it a lot yeah, on ps4 too yeah. but you can you get it's the much, much you can get the app on your phone for free it's just ps uh, playstation remote play or if you have a vita you can do it that way too i do have a vita i have a couple yes. vitas hanging around hell yeah um yeah it's it works good and persona I, is sort of great for it because it's not like super twitchy or anything like that um so you can play it just with virtual controls i tried farming souls in uh, demon souls over on my touch screen which was a total nightmare but no. it worked yeah i would not recommend it you should get a controller but it did technically work uh so yeah definitely worth checking out juice can you can you talk about uh the monster hunter demo mostly because i want to hear your thoughts about it yeah, uh, I played the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Um, it is, uh, here's what I will say. It just for background, I ha- I've i tried to get Monster Hunter. It didn't work till I got into World, and then I got into World a lot, uh, very much so. Um, there is, it is overwhelming the amount of, like, controls and stuff. It's been a long time since I played, like, a, a, probably at least a year since I played Monster Hunter World. So, like, it doesn't hold your hand a lot. But it did, there was enough in there to where, I mean, it literally just like drops you in the hunt in this demo. It just drops you in a hunt, says like, go get this thing. There is an arrow pointing you towards the thing is, which I'm loving. There's a grappling hook that makes getting around a lot more fun. And you got, I, I you know, a lot of it is like the, the menu navigation was like really inscrutable, but I'm sure like once you did it a few dozen times, you know, you would, you would get it. I kept hitting the wrong button to use items and stuff like that. Because uh, I don't have the muscle memory. I hadn't walked through a tutorial. It's literally just like drops you in. But um, 
I don't know. It felt good. I mean, it felt like Monster Hunter. Um, and it and it was not. There wasn't the weird stuff with like the really irritating throw quality a light stuff all at the guy to track him. Yeah, that's a big thing for this one. Is that uh, the hunt? You don't have to look for clues. You don't have to look for for shit. Like you have a map. As soon as you load into the world, and there are big question marks on the map that are the monsters. So you just run yeah. to those and start fighting, which is great because uh, it was cool though. Yeah. I pre order. I mean, I it got to the end. And it was like, you want to pre order? It's like, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> really pretty Switch yeah, game. It's beautiful. Yeah, 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 for sure. Ron, do you play the demo as well? I played a little bit. Yeah, not not too much of it. Um, I also um, I, and I have a little. I have less. Uh, experience in Monster Hunter, so uh, the controls were a bit obtuse for me, but I thought it was very pretty, very enjoyable. Yeah, I I still haven't really gotten into the franchise. This might be the one because I could sit on my couch and play it. But now, Russ, this was one of the demos for. Um, this is a demo for one of your. Uh, um, let me look at the list from last week's show. Your most anticipated mm-hmm. games of 2021, and you didn't quite manage to dip into the demo. It's the is demo. that correct? I want to play the final perfect version right. that comes out I i'm in, I'm in the same version. i'm the same way yeah. i don't watch trailers right, for movies Russ. either <laughs> all right Russ. i know you guys did it but can you tell me a couple of your most anticipated i mentioned zelda 2 but there's some question as to whether that's actually going to come out this year damn me i said fable and nobody believes that's coming out <laughs> including myself <laughs> um god i forget i mean monster hunter is up there for me but i think russ did uh claim that one before i could oh hollow knight Mm. Hollow Knight, was, yeah, Hollow Knight Silk Song, the new yeah. Hollow Knight game is is uh, I'm I'm very excited for, and the new uh, Heart Machine game, the folks who made Hyper Light Drifter mm. have a new game mm-hmm. coming out this year. A new God of War if that comes out, that'd be cool. Ratchet and Clank is the one I'm most excited oh, hell about. Yeah. I'm oh, a big yeah. fan of Insomnia. That is going to do it for us for this week. Ron, where can people find uh, your your work if they want to find more Ron Funches? Oh, please do. I would love it if you did. I have a TV show on True TV called Top Secret Videos with myself, Brian Posehn, and Allie Colbert. I have a website called ronfunches.com where you could just keep track on me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. If you search my name, you can find me easily. I'm on Twitch playing games, growing the Funch Bunch every day. We're trying to grow bigger and stronger as an army to overthrow the government don't (laughs) (laughs) too soon too soon great is it too soon timely timely stuff and that's just uh uh, twitch ron underscore funches um that's pretty much it for me uh that is going to do it for us um thank you so much for joining us please again as we're trying to like uh get 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 this show uh and now that we're independent trying to grow it if you could help us do that by sharing a link it's just besties.fan you can also send us email mail at besties.fan uh russ do we know what we're doing next week yet uh i believe actually we kind of infinite wisdom we mentioned some of the titles but i think we're going to talk about some more titles of like deeper cut games that uh maybe you missed during the holiday season maybe uh just came out in the last couple weeks but we're going to be highlighting some games that you probably missed and might enjoy Hitman is out next week, but we would be coming in a little bit too hot to uh, actually play yeah. it before recording. So that'll yeah, probably so, be the week after. Right. Two weeks for Hitman, but uh, should be some good deep cuts coming next week. All right. Well, that'll be good. <laughs> it's a really slow time of year. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I guess <laughs> Justin's saying you can skip next week's episode. <laughs> skip next week, but make sure you remember for after that, because it's going to get real good. I can tell you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to join us again next time for the besties because should the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Mm-hmm.
besties.